Okay, hello everyone. This is uh, Jared Garano. I am part of the Transformation, the Collaboration and Dialogue Clinic. And this is the You Know, and <laughs> let, me, let me repeat that again. This is the You Know What You Know podcast, which is a podcast that dives into the perspective that dialogue transforms people. Now in this episode, uh, we're going to be diving into a movie scene. Um, and the film that we're going to be diving into is Goodwill Hunting. Now, I kind of want to address some basic assumptions about movie dialogue. I would say that movie dialogue is scripted, it's well thought out, and it can be sensationalized or sensational, which is pretty different from everyday ordinary dialogue. I, I would say that everyday ordinary dialogue is everyday and ordinary. It's spontaneous. Um, and so I just kind of want to acknowledge that movie dialogue isn't... It could be transformative towards the audience, of course, but I'm mostly just exploring it in the way that it's transforming the movie characters. So sticking with movie dialogue and movie characters rather than movie dialogue and everyday ordinary people so just i just want to address that so that there's no uh, mix-up with how you know movie dialogue can be utilized or applied to everyday ordinary life i mean it can but also just setting the expectations that it may not apply you know so just because i'm talking about how you know these movie characters are transformed through their movie dialogue doesn't mean that oh, okay shoot if that worked for you know Matt Damon for example then it's gonna work for me that's not what I'm saying um, I want to address that just because I think it's important to differentiate you know everyday ordinary dialogue with movie dialogue all right so let's begin so Kind of just, again, talking about what this episode is about. Um, I'm going to be diving into a scene that's in the, that's in the movie, uh, Goodwill Hunting. And Goodwill Hunting is one of my personal favorites. I mean, I have it in my uh, Apple TV collection. I So that means that I bought the movie. Um, and shoot, unbeknownst to my knowledge, I mean, it's streaming on HBO Max. So, I mean... I could have saved some money there just because it's already on HBO Max, but I think maybe it's comforting that I have it forever, knowing that some movies on a streaming site are there temporarily. Um, but anyway, it's one of my personal favorites. Um, I like it so much just because I feel like the characters in the movie are super relatable. Um, I mean... Will is a genius. I don't know if anyone can relate to that um, or if it's super relatable. But I think just in one of the themes that the movie showcases, um, the characters definitely um, experience love. You know, love is a big theme. And, and, and for Will's case, which is the main character, he falls in love with this Harvard student. And it's one of the main... Um, storylines in the movie and so the scene that I'm going to show you is a conversation between Will and his therapist which is played by Robin Williams um, in which they talk about you know um, 
when did Robin Williams know that his wife was the one? And, and this scene is, is following up to a previous scene in which Will takes out this Harvard student. I wish I had the list of names with me. I kind of unprepared for this podcast. Shoot, I forgot her name, but she he takes her out in the previous scene before the scene I'm talking about with him and Robin Williams. But, you know, obviously they have a really strong connection. And it seems like, you know, through the dialogue in those scenes and the and the expressions that both characters um, make to each other that they but they like each other and, and will seems like he wants to um, explore a relationship with this girl and and likewise too she seems like she wants to explore a relationship with him and so in in this scene where will asks robin williams when he knew his wife was a one i feel like to me that is just a way for the audience to know where Will is at with this relationship with the girl. It seems like, you know, maybe she potentially could be the one. And then Robin Williams, you know, giving more personality and weight to his character by sharing the story because I think it exemplifies, you know, his his love for his wife. And then also the sacrifice that he he went through to to um, form a connection uh, with his wife. So I'm going to play out the scene. It's, it's about two minutes, but it's I think it's really good. And then um, I'll, I'll follow up with, with with my thoughts. All right. You ever wonder what your life would be like if you uh, if you never met your wife? What? Wonder if I'd be better off without her? No, no, no. I'm not saying like no. better off. I didn't mean it like. It's all right. It's an important question. Cause you'll have bad times, but that'll always wake you up to the good stuff you weren't paying attention to. And you don't regret meeting your wife. Why? Cause the pain I feel now. Well, I got regrets, Will, but I don't regret a single day I spent with her. So when did you know, like, that she was the one for you? October 21st, 1975. Jesus Christ, you know the fucking day? Oh, yeah. Because it was game six of the World Series. Biggest game in Red Sox history? Yeah, sure. My friends and I had slept out on the sidewalk all night to get tickets. You got tickets? Day of the game. We're sitting in a bar waiting for the game to start. And in walks this girl. It was an amazing game, though. You know, bottom of the eighth, Carbo tied it up at 6-6. It went to 12. Bottom of the 12th, in stepped Carlton Fisk. Old Pudge. Steps up to the plate. You know, he's got that weird stand. Yeah, yeah. And then, boom! He clocks it, you know. High, fly ball on the left field line. 35,000 people on their feet, yelling at the ball. But that's not because Fisk, he's waving at the ball like a madman. Yeah, get over! Get over! Get over! And then it hits a foul pole. Oh, he goes apeshit, and 35,000 fans, you know, they charge the field, you know? Yeah, and he's fucking bored. Oh, no, he's like, get out of the way, get out of the way! Fans I can't the... fucking believe you had tickets in that fucking game! Yeah. Did you rush the field? Uh, no, I didn't rush the fucking field, I wasn't there. What? 
No, I was in a bar having a drink with my future wife. You missed Pudge Fist's home run? Oh, yeah. To have a fucking drink with some lady you never met? Yeah, but you should have seen her. She was a stunner. I don't care if Oh, fucking... no, no, she lit up the room. I don't Ooh. care if Helena Troy walks oh, into the Helena room. That's Troy. game six. No, oh, my God, and who are these fucking friends of yours? They let you get away with that? They had to. What did you say to him? I just slid my ticket across the table, and I said, sorry, guys, I got to see about a girl. <laughs> I gotta go see about a girl? Yeah. That's what you said? I had. And they let you get away with that? Oh, yeah, they saw in my eyes that I meant it. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you, Will. That's why I'm not talking right now about some girl I saw at about 20 years ago and how I always regretted not going over and talking to her. I don't regret the 18 years I was married to Nancy. I don't regret the six years I had to give up counseling when she got sick. And I don't regret the last years when she got really sick. And I sure as hell don't regret missing a damn game. That's regret. Wow. Would have been nice to catch that game, though. I didn't know Pudge was going to hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a wonderful conversation between just two unique individuals um, talking about love. You know, I think this conversation, the main meat of it is just Will's curiosity um, about Robin Williams' relationship with his wife, but also about Robin Williams' commitment to love. You know, Will is experiencing love. You know, I'm, I'm sure that he's experienced love in the past, but more of a, of a relational, intimate love with somebody else. Um, you know, uh, Skylar, that's the character's name. Um, and so, you know, he's on the surface of this relationship. It's not too deep yet, you know, with Skylar, but I think it's, it's deep enough to where he's thinking about if he could commit to her, if he could commit to this relationship, if, if he sees himself with her in the long term, you know, and, and he kind of, um, um, is is sharing this thought process with Robin Williams, not, maybe not in a way where, you know, Will is asking, hey, you know, I'm I feel like I'm I'm getting serious with this girl. I, I feel like, you know, I can see her as maybe one day my wife. He's not really saying that to Robin Williams. I think what he's saying though is similar to that. It's, but instead of Will, you know, recanting his own experience with Skylar, it's. Will wanting to know what Robin Williams' experience was with his wife, and and also you can kind of hear that in in Will's questions with, you know, what would your life be like, you know, if you hadn't met your wife? Kind of like, what would my wife be? What would my life, excuse me, be if I if I don't commit to Skylar? Or maybe also asking, uh, you know, Robin Williams, um, you know, how did you know? When did you know that, you know? Your wife was the one. And, you know, Rob and William shares a really cheeky and beautiful story about missing this World Series game to kind of, you know, get to know, um, you know, his his wife. Um, well, at the time, wasn't his wife. It was just some girl who walked in the bar. But, um, you know, I, I, that story is so beautiful. And I think it kind of transforms Will in that Will begins to really start focusing on his relationship with Skylar, you know, and, and you see that kind of happen after the scene when, you know, Will and Skylar, 
you know, meet with each other more and more throughout the movie and develop a stronger connection. Um, but that I think is what I got out of this conversation is just Will being curious, very curious about Robin Williams' relationship with his wife and how that can inspire him, Will, to commit to Skylar, you know, and, and it's, it's just, I think Will just kind of exploring that for himself, but needing maybe an example of what would that look like, you know, what would commitment look like, what would choosing somebody look like, and, and I think this scene really exemplifies that.